Welcome to Insomnia Adventures in Sleep. Too many sleepless nights have got me thinking about, well, sleep. So in these podcasts, I'll adventure back through a lifetime of sleep. Here they are, 21 of them. One for each year of my sleeping life. A little life rounded by sleep. Nine. A loving sleep. A loving sleep. She was lovely. And I think she told me her name just before I went to sleep but I don't remember it. I remember snippets, but not much. The softness of the bed. The wheels. The doors that swung back and forth. But I don't remember the needle sinking into the skin. It was instant, sudden, and complete, all obliterated, a sleep beyond sleep, a sleep so deep that there might not even have been life. It had been maybe years in the making, and certainly months in the planning. A sleep that started with a cycle ride. I was a bit breathless. That's just old age creeping in, I thought. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? But Nursing a glass of wine through his long medical adventures, I looked up when he said, My mate Dr. John told me flu is two weeks. Longer than two weeks. It's not flu. So, a few days later, my doctor swivels away from her computer and the room spins. It's difficult to talk about something so life-changing in ten minutes, she says, and then tells me something life-changing. In the car park, I clutch several boxes of horse pills and sway, hopeless, in the chill October rain. Reality morphs and fades, comes and goes, stuttering through the following months. Appointments, tests, kind people attaching wires to me, reassuring me, as they shove a plastic tube into my wrist, up my arm, and deep into my chest, probing to the heart of the matter. How are you? 
everyone asks in kindness. Fine, I say cheerily, while screaming inside, my face aching from smiles and feigned nonchalance. Broken nights, broken days, broken paths to this sleep, this big sleep, a little like dying. Even now, I can't connect all this. You see, there is no memory of it. Nowhere. Surely there must be some part of me, some dull, painful part of me, that should feel the slice of the knife drawn down my chest. How did they break my ribs? What tools? Pliers? A saw? What saw does that? Did they dissemble the parts one by one and lay them neatly ordered on a stainless steel trolley? Apparently, they stopped my heart, plunging this sleep even further. Was there no part of me that questioned? Not one morsel of a conscious brain that said, Hang on, this is all getting a bit too serious. I once plumbed a bathroom. It took me months, pipes everywhere, endless trips to the DIY store, and leaks when I turned it all on. So I can only marvel at their work, the precision, the craft, the attention to life or death detail. Open up the leg, pull out a bit of vein, and somehow sew it. Do they sew it? on to the heart, bypassing arteries that are furred up like a kettle in a grimy, unfitted kitchen. And all this with unrequited love. I will never see these faces never hear these voices, these magicians who work with concentration, with patience, with care, me, myself, and I, not there. What decisions did I make before I eased to waking, to the glow of tiny coloured lights in the dark, and the peaceful chorus of bleeping monitors.
I'm Andy, he says. And I know I love him. This stranger who has sat with me through the night, reading machines, recording numbers on a clipboard, glancing up to see if I'm all right, if I'm okay. This human and his humanity and all that is best in our troubled souls. Is this asleep or is this the womb? Am I awake? Am I newborn? Was this dark sleep a gift of second life? Mm.